Adam Pengilly, good morning. Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. How's uh, the day been so far? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, certainly talking a lot of cricket, but we got some footy this weekend, and I saw that Cody Walker was confirmed as captain of the Indigenous side as we got the All-Stars game this weekend across the ditch. Yeah, very much looking forward to this game, Jared. I know there's been a lot of withdrawals and probably a little bit of a, I don't know what the right word is, but it's sort of tempered the build-up a little bit. And Lewis will probably speak to, to this a little bit better than me, but I find it hard this game really struggles after a World Cup year. Um, just with the player withdrawals, these guys just simply aren't ready to play a game of football if they're playing a World Cup to the end of November, start of December. So that can always be an issue, but it's such an important week off the field more than anything. And Lewis knows that better than anyone else, just the cultural significance around what the Māori and Indigenous guys do is, is is quite extraordinary, really. So good to see a few of these guys get a hit out tomorrow in New Zealand. Keen to see what Cody Walker on the trail and Jack Whiten can do and then see a few of the Māori boys as well. So, yeah, very much looking forward to this game. And um, let's get it on, eh? Footy's back. What did you take out of the Warriors-Tigers trial last night? Yeah, I caught a little bits and pieces of it, Loz. I must admit, I didn't sit there and watch the, the whole game in its entirety. But um, I wouldn't be too disheartened if you're a Tigers fan. You're playing a lot of young kids there yesterday and... You got heard you guys mention a little bit earlier this morning. Well, guess what happened in the first trial game last year? Parramatta absolutely towed up the Panthers. How much did it account for on Grand Final Day? Absolutely nothing. So yeah. I wouldn't be too worried about that. I thought there were some really good signs from the Warriors. Luke Metcalf was. Where does he fit into the equation for the Warriors this year? Because I thought he was fantastic in little bits and pieces that I saw. So he's going to be a really important signing for them coming across from the Canola Sharks. I just wonder if he had the starting spot in that 13 straight away or they try and ease, ease him into the action from the bench somewhere, but he's, he's just got that, mm. that attribute you can't coach with his speed. No, that's exactly right. I think he's a really good player. But the, I, I, was, I said this morning I think he'll be in his 17, but then I thought about it. They've brought Dylan Walker, and I read somewhere that Andrew Webster said that he's going to be the 14. Mm. So if mm. you've got him as the 14, uh, Luke Medcalf, it sounds like he'll either be in or out of, of mm. the team. And I thought T- Tamare Martin was very good last night. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, where does he play long term? Halves or fullback? Well, I, I don't know. Well, they've got Chance. Yeah, well, Chance will be fullback. That's what mm. they've signed him. Mm. So, I, I, unless they move Chance to the centres, mm. which they did for New Zealand in the World Cup. Um, so, they've got some flexibility there, which I don't mind, mm. but I reckon in key positions. You don't want to have too much flexibility because you don't want to be swapping your halves and fullback around every second week. Yeah. I think it's just going to be good to see the Warriors play back in New Zealand on a regular basis. I don't think we can under- underestimate how much of a, a difference they're going to make to them this year. Oh, they'll win games at home. They have to. They showed us what they were able to do at the back end of last season. They'll be more mm. than competitive. I, I, I don't think they'll play finals football, the Warriors, no. but I think they'll be winning more games. Um, we, uh, in fact, we, we were... We've been doing previews, um, you know, all you know the last couple of weeks, and we spoke about the dragons this morning. Yeah, I, I think, I heard I think the so dragons are only one of the sides <laughs> that I'm thinking might go backwards because I think all the others are capable of improving. Now, I, I, yeah, I, I know we're not here to talk about the dragons, but I don't know. I, I'm worried about them. That really brought a spark to my morning. Listen to your preview of the dragons. This year. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm wrong too. By the way, up and about. <laughs> I hope you are. Too. I'm hoping. Um, as far as the rest of the weekend in the footy is concerned, is there a player, a game, a coach you're looking forward to seeing um, how it all unfolds? Yeah, the team I'm really keen to see how they play this weekend is the Roosters. Um, because Robbo is named probably a, a lot stronger team than a lot of people thought he would have named for his first trial. And I go back to last year, Lars, and remember on the eve of the finals, they were the informed team. What, they went seven or eight games in a row leading into the finals. Everyone thought, oh, geez, they're, they're coming to the Roosters. Here they go. They're going to make a charge from the bottom part of the top eight. But 
the reality is they started the season so poorly by their standards the first half of the year. They just had too much to do. So I think the Roosters have put a lot of effort and energy into trying to start the year quick this year. And you can see that with the team that he's named for the trial this, this week. So they're probably the team I'm most keen to see how they how they fight this weekend um, and, and see what's going on. So they need to start the year quickly. So, yeah, they're probably the one, Jerry. If you ask me a team on the spot, I'm keen to see what the Roosters can do this weekend. What about at Randwick tomorrow, mate? Who do you like? I'm on the train, Loz. Race 10, number four, Waterford. The yes. best on the program for me in the last. There you five. go, Loz. Finds a really suitable race first up. I think he's probably going to be better than a lot of these horses. I know he's only had the one trial so far, but he'll need a little bit of luck edging off that uh, off the rail from that inside draw for, for J-Mac, but I think he's got a bit on these. So race 10, number four, Waterford's the best on the program. I'm all aboard the Chris Waller train as well because I... I think this filly's got something with Zargo in the English Millennium. I know learning to fly is going to be extremely hard to beat, but she's drawn a bit of a tricky, tricky game. And I love Zargo's first up win. So at the odds, I'm happy to spec her each way. So that's race 10 number four, Waterford in the last. And I like Lazago in the English Millennium, boys. Someone's been texting in for the last couple of weeks about Lazago. Mm. They're leaving no name. They've been saying, fellas, get on this Lazago. I reckon she's a smoky to feature prominently in the Golden Slipper Loss. I think she. I think I checked last night. Was she twenty one or twenty six dollars, Jared? Yeah. Something like that for the slipper at this stage. Uh, yep. I remember twenty six. I think, but I'll. I'll yeah, have a look. yeah, yeah. She's still got to prove it to, to sort of match it with the likes of you know your King's Gambits and your Learning to Flies and Don Corleones, but. I reckon she can lay down a marker there tomorrow. So, yep, she might be an each way play in English Millennium. Okay, nine dollars fifty tomorrow, two ninety the place, and is twenty one dollars in the slipper market. Yep. Lazago, have a great weekend, Adam. Okay, boys. See ya.